together about commitment and we're talking about uh, really what is involved in caring, that commitment involves caring about others. Jesus said, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. And he said, greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friend. Ralph Waldo Emerson wrote this, rings and jewel are not gifts, but apologies for gifts. The only gift is a portion of yourself. See, the gift that matters is that you give yourself. And that's what the that's what Paul said about the Corinthians. He said they first gave the Macedonians, I'm sorry. He said they first gave their, their own selves to the Lord. Then they gave their money. We have to give our own selves, and we have to do that with people. You know, they can see if we don't care, if we're just kind of helping halfway. But if we care, we give ourselves. And there's some real rewards for really caring. One is your Christian life becomes an adventure every day. You can say, Lord, use me. Lord, help me care. Help me make a difference. Help me be sensitive to somebody that I will run into today, somebody that I can minister to, somebody that I can help, somebody that I can encourage, somebody that I can strengthen. And it, it kind of means that we move to a new level of living. We move from selfish to unselfish. We move from self to others. We move from thinking only about what we want, what we have, what we do, what we go, where we go, to thinking about other people. And it, it changes our whole way of life. It takes the selfishness and the greed out of our lives and gives us joy and excitement. And we realize, too, we're making eternal and everlasting investments. You see, the lives are changed when we care about people. It's not enough to preach to people. We have to care about them. It's not enough to know them. We have to care about them. There's an old song that has these words. Do you really care? Do you know how to share? And the whole idea of the song and is that we need to care. I can't care for everyone, but I can care for someone. There isn't much I can do, but I can do something. There, there are some people that I can be involved with, that I can make a difference is. Think of someone today about whom you can make a difference, someone you can care about, someone you can minister to, someone you can be with, someone you can help, someone you can love, someone you can do something special with. We're gonna, I want to continue these thoughts by, by, by looking at it from a different angle and, and, and seeing it how, how we get to have this caring spirit, and that is we develop a servant spirit. Jesus had that in Matthew chapter 20. In verses 20 and uh, 25, Jesus said, the, the Bible says this, uh, you know that the rulers... Of the Gentiles lorded over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus really puts it right there. Doesn't matter how high you are if you can't serve, if you don't have a servant spirit, it doesn't matter how rich you are, if you don't have a servant spirit, it doesn't matter how important you might seem to, to be. We have to be willing to serve. And we live in the me generation where most people think only and primarily of themselves and they're out for themselves and that's all that really matters to them. But Jesus says that he wants us to be like him. He was the most amazing servant. 
He came not to be served, but to serve. And it's really interesting that these words Jesus gives us are so important. We want to be served, and that's it's okay to be served, but our first goal should be to serve and and to and to really seek to to, to make a difference with others. <clears throat> and if we serve if we serve for the wrong reasons, it'll soon come out. You see, if we minister and nobody applauds us and we give up, then we didn't really serve. We only served ourselves. We didn't come to serve others. Jesus said, I didn't come to be served. I came to serve. And what the great thing is, we will be served. God serves us. Other people minister to us. Other people help us. Other people love us. My life has been touched in a thousand ways by people who have cared about me across the years and, and who have served me, who have ministered to me. But I did not ask them to. It's because they chose to. It's because they wanted to. You see, Jesus said, our job is to do one thing, serve. If we serve, we will be served. Oswald Chambers said, we all have a, have a desire to be exhibitions of God, to be put, as it were, in the showroom. But Jesus not want us to be in the showroom. He doesn't want us to be a specimen to be looked at. He wants us to be a servant who thinks of others and cares. And the most surprising servant of all was David in, in the book of Acts chapter 13. The Bible says something really special about David. And the Bible says that, that David, uh, let, me, let me look up that verse. I want to just read it to you because it's so important. It's Acts 13, 36. And it's one of my favorite verses. And uh, let, me, let, me list, let me show you what it says, 13, 36. having trouble getting my pages in this Bible turned because they're sticking together. Okay, 1336. Now, when David had served God's purpose in his own generation, he fell asleep, he died, and he was buried with his ancestors. David served God in his own generation. You see, the only time we can really make a difference is now, right here on this earth. And we think of all kinds of words that we could use to describe David. And, but he served God's purpose in his generation. He had a unique purpose to fulfill, and he sought to fulfill it. Meaning comes in fulfilling our purpose to serve. If, if, if I'm certain of what God wants me to do, and I step out to do it, then it makes a difference. Albert Schweitzer said, for this I've created, the only ones among us who will be truly happy are those who have sought and found how to serve. And that's true. That's the secret of life itself. That's the secret of blessing. That's the secret of joy. So David serves God's purpose. We can't serve God in the future or in the past. We have to serve him in the now generation. And what is your purpose to make a difference? Are you going to leave any kind of lasting heritage here on earth. Uh, David died, and he woke up in God's presence, and he was applauded by God for what he did. Now, he failed. He was not perfect. Like all of us, he made mistakes. But the way to be a servant is whatever you do, do your work heartily for the Lord rather than for men. Whatever you 
you do. That's what Colossians 3.23 reminds us. Galatians 5.13 says, do not use your freedom to indulge in the, in the sinful nature. Rather, serve one another in love. We're to serve each other, and as we do so, God will make a difference in the lives of those around us. So let's have that servant spirit. Let's develop that over the days and weeks ahead. God bless you. Have a great day.